The following is brought to you by Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. TotalSeal.com. Hello and welcome to Hidden Horsepower here at the PRI Trade Show 2021 Total Seal Booth 1525. And we are joined by our next victim. I mean guest, Jack Cornell. <laughs> and Lake joining us for the first time. What a show it has been, Jack. Welcome, Lake. Man, it's huge. Back. Everybody's back. Exactly. Absolutely. What are you getting done? What are you getting accomplished, Jack? Oh, uh, meet vendors I haven't seen for two years. Uh, so these people, you know, when I come to this show, I only see them here, you know, once a year, so now it's been two years since I've seen them, so see the people that you talk to every day. Nothing beats that personal connection, right? And Lake has been, not that he doesn't always talk his tail off, but uh, it's just like nonstop, right? You meet someone and that personal touch makes all the difference, even when you're you know, building racing engines, inanimate objects, but yes. there's a human touch. Absolutely. Uh, every every piece that you know, we buy to build the engine with, there's some people behind that part that make it. So tell me about uh, Cornet Racing Engine. Dirt lane models, from what I understand. Yes, sir. That's pretty much our bread and butter. Um, super late models. Uh, we do some uh, Ultima modified stuff a little bit. But uh, that's 95% of our business. We occasionally do a, you know, a drag motor. Or that's pretty much what we do. Interesting. Like, he's a second generation guy. So his dad actually started the business, right? That's great. Uh, my dad started it in 1948. Wow. 48. 48. Okay. So we've been in business this long. <laughs> a little while. So I grew up in it, and it's the only job I've ever had. I've never worked anywhere else. There you go. Yeah. And you're in Somerset, Kentucky. That's correct. Which is interesting because there's a big giant lake there. And you see, you never got yeah. into doing boat motors, huh? We occasionally, uh, not so much anymore, but we've, we've done boat motors in okay. the past. So 1948, clientele for your dad back then. Like, take us into into that. Like, well, back when he was, you know, he, he liked racing. So he built racing motors back in the 50s. And they were old coupes with flathead boards in them, you know. Uh, wow. Stuff that you wouldn't want to get in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because it was extremely dangerous. Real courage. <laughs> yeah. They didn't know, you know they, got, they got, you know, blue jeans on and a leather helmet and a muffler pipe roll cage. You know, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these guys were really brave. We've evolved in many arenas, safety, yeah. of course, and, and inside the engine, of course. So I grew up in it, and, you know, they took me to the races when I was a kid, and I've been bitten ever since. You know? Who are some of the people you build engines for? Some of your customers that uh, are out there do well. Currently, uh, Tim McCready, he's your Lucas Oil uh, Dirt Lake Model Champion for 2021. Uh, John from Davenport. Uh, Clint Boyer's team. Um, I'm uh, Daryl Lanigan is one of the guys he yeah. used to build motors for. Some guy named uh, Scott Blumquist he built some motors for back yeah. in the day. Yeah. I think Don O'Neill. I mean, I, I guess yeah. he's a, I don't know how many times World of Outlaw late model engine builder of the year. This guy is one of the kings of dirt late model engine builder. He's very humble. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. very good at what he does. Well, you know, if you've been doing something for 40 years, you should learn something, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I'll say, say too, in my prior life before coming to Total Seal, this is also one of my real formative customers that would work with me and help us develop stuff. So Jack's very open-minded, innovative. He's willing to try new things. I mean, not a lot of guys that have an engine that's overheating, running really high oil temperatures, will go along with you and you say, you know what, you need to get that 2050 out and put a 10W40 in there and be like, yeah, let's do that. And he did, and it solved the problem, but that just shows the kind of open mind that Jack has. He's not stuck. And well, this is how we did it in 1948 yeah. on a flathead, so this is how it should be done. Right. He's willing to try things, and not a lot of guys are willing to do that. Why do you think that is, that you're uh, flexible, open-minded? Well, because if you don't, your competitors will pass you up. It's that simple. You always got to keep going forward, going forward, trying to do it a better way, find a better product, because if you don't, you'll be running second and third or worse. So uh, we try to stay on top of the game and be the very best at what we're doing. What's it like working with these guys? Oh, well, I've, you know, uh, worked with the previous owners. Yep. Uh, know him personally, Joey Morardi, and uh, actually he raced their late models. Joey did. And we actually built his engines. So, uh, wow. And so then, he's like family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so exactly. I've been with Total Seal, you know, a long time, and Lake came into the picture who I already knew previously. So, uh, Still good. It's all good. Yeah. And the thing is, well, the dirt late model deal, that's really changed a lot. Talk a little bit about the evolution of the engines in dirt late model. Because, I mean, I know just the time I've known you, man, there's been significant changes in those engines. Oh, yeah. It's uh, one thing about super late model racing. The main thing is, as far as the engines are concerned, there are no rules. You know, so you've got... Two valve per cylinder, push rod, V8, single four barrel on gas. That's it. Wow. That's your rule book. <laughs> People love that. Like, that's what everybody says right now about yeah. every form of racing, that there's too yeah. many rules. So, it's, too much It's, uh, it's spec, truly you know. uh, outlaw racing, you know. Uh, you know, the old adage of, um, what's the saying I'm trying to uh, run what you brung and hope you brung enough. Yes. Yeah. And that's truly how it is. Wow. Well, I can say just from our side, a total seal. There's not a single ring set we sell within the dirt light model community that's like, oh, that's what everybody runs. Everybody's got different things they do. Yeah. You know, some guys are like this size, you know, this way I want a gapless top, or they nope, nope. Other guys, no, 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 not want a gapless top, I want a gapless second. No, I don't like gapless at all, or no, I want a gas ported top, or even a gas ported gapless. I mean, it's no one does it the same. No, they all so. do it different. Then you go to the racetrack, and then they'll all go qualify within a couple of tenths of each other. Yeah. Yeah, there's a you know a lot of a lot of different ways to build a motion and an engine where there's no rules. So every professional engine builder's got his own package that he's developed and he does his thing and we do our thing and we go butt heads. Can you share <laughs> I, I don't want you to give anything specific now, but I do like the idea of being able to be open and creative. So maybe something from the past that you did that was outside of the box that worked. I know it's, it's vague, but everybody else is so limited by rules and regulations and 
all. Uh, the idea that you have the ability to be creative, that's almost unusual now. Well, probably the, probably looking back, the biggest one thing is, uh, you know, the small black Chevrolet still dominates the market. You know, there's more of them than anything, but we brought the small block forward into this type of race. And uh, I look back at that as a huge accomplishment. There's other people doing them now, but we were the first to do it. Yeah. So, Fortnite, uh, Thunder, and Lightning. Yeah. 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 So, what ones did you, well, the Chevy Ford was the Lightning, is, right? Yeah, the Chevy's Lightning and the Ford is Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. I remember something. That makes perfect yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I looked at my dad, was a personal friend of Jack Rouse. Uh, Jack went to college only about 30 miles from where I shot. So, when he was in college, at Berea College. He was passing through our town and heard about my dad and stopped in and they were friends till you know, Jack came to my dad's funeral. You know, so they were friend, lifetime friends. Yeah. So, uh, um, the Fords at the time, back in the early 90s, they were doing really good in NASCAR. Oh, yeah. So, you got uh, the Yateshead engine, I'm sure that was a yeah, big deal. Yeah, and, you know, Chevrolets were running maybe in 18 at that time. So the Ford was a lot better. You know, so uh, I looked at NASCAR. Because you were doing Daryl stuff. Was it Lanigan stuff early on when we met doing Ford? Yeah, Blunquist was the first guy okay. to run the Ford. Right. So uh, I talked to Blunquist and I'm like, hey, maybe we should build a Ford. Well, sure, I'll do it. So uh, I called Jack and he said, well, here's a person you need to call at Ford Racing, Ford Motorsport. Yeah. So I called this guy. He was the president, uh, head guy at Ford Racing, and uh, told him what we were interested in doing. And he was all ears, and uh, he said, I'll get back to you. And I thought, well, I'll never hear from him again. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, um, I thought they were just being cordial and nice. And, get blown off and they call back a, like a week later and we're all in. What do you need? So it was pretty amazing and they, they did go all in. They created a program pretty much for you based on a phone call. Well, they had a, yeah, they had a cylinder head already. Right. So, but they didn't have an aluminum block, which is what we use. So they had to develop a brand new aluminum block. That's huge. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a big step. Yeah. So uh, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Never hurts to ask. Yeah, and a year later you know, we were running them and winning with them. So, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. That is awesome. So, on each episode of Hidden Horsepower, even the live ones, I uh, would like to try to extract a little advice for the next generation. I believe that there is a whole another wave out there that could probably benefit from just a little spark of advice, the right idea, the right thought. So, think about those next generation engine builders, people that are following in footsteps. They love this stuff. that want to see it keep going. But maybe don't know how to, how to think about it. What would you say? Uh, the best advice I could give them is uh, if you got a dream, a dream, don't give up. No matter how bad it looks, at some point, when you want to quit and give up on that dream, don't give up. Just keep trying, and sooner or later it'll happen. Have you ever been in that area 
where you were Absolutely. thinking about getting out. Really? <laughs> Countless times, like, I've had enough of this. You know yeah. what? Uh, and I'm quitting, and I'm going to find something else to do. And then a day or two later, you know, I was back at it. <laughs> that is <laughs> tremendous. Well, you know, you always say you imagine there are people out there listening to this that maybe they're younger and they're trying to find their way. You don't imagine, right? We're here at the PRI show already today. And it's what, probably four o'clock in the afternoon or something, whatever time it is. Yes. There's been multiple people who came by who are younger than all of us who are saying, thank you for the podcast. We yeah. love this. This yeah. is, I'm listening to this. This is inspiring to me. Uh, I mean, some people who aren't even in the industry are like, you know what? I want to be in the industry one day. Yeah. So yes. we are speaking to people that are in this or want to be in this. And it's that shared knowledge, experience that goes so far. I think there's room for young people to do what I do, you know, building custom engines for whatever kind of racing that you that you love. Uh, because most of us are getting older. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm 65. Whoa. So, uh, hey, you wear it well, yeah, bud. Yeah. That's pretty good. So I'm, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing this, but there's definitely room for Richard young people. Richard Ron Iskadarian, Ed, Ed Iskadarian yes. is 100 years old. Yeah, I know. So yeah. you, you still got, got a ton of time. Dude. You're just yeah. getting started, man. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. But <laughs> I just think most the engine builders I know are older. Yes. So there's definitely room for younger guys to get started and 20 years from now have your own engine shop. Yeah. You know? And there's so much information that can be passed down. Oh, absolutely. If, but you got to be willing to come in and push the broom, right? Oh, yeah. You're not going to come in somewhere. and be you. No. Right. No. Well, I give them that job, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'll push the broom. <laughs> Chad, thank you very much. Great job. Good luck at the show. Have fun. Right, Appreciate you sharing a little of your insight and advice, Lake. Appreciate you guys. We keep on rolling. Oh, we keep on going there. And that's, that's a great part about doing these episodes here of the show. Because as a guy like you, who's a legend in dirt light model engine building, it's just walking by. It's like, hey, can we grab you for a few minutes and just share your story? And you were very gracious to do that. So we can't thank you enough for, for taking the time and being on Head Horsepower. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. More episodes to come from PRI if you're out there listening in the future. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Share it with your friends. Write us a review. We've got more episodes of Hidden Horsepower from PRI to come.